Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome, friends, to another r slash I don't work your lady video. If you don't mind two seconds of work, could you hit the like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our first story of the day is by Blasto2236. Mistaken for an employee because I was buying so much. This is a fun, lighthearted one. Was in the record store the other day and had picked out about 10 records to buy. Doing the math on the price, I decided to put a couple back. As I'm filling them back where I found them, someone asks me if he can open a record to check the color variant. I give him the obligatory, I don't work here, and he says to his friend, Oh, he doesn't work here. He just has a lot of records. We all three had a good laugh, then I went to check out. See, I don't know if this is just me being way too self-conscious, but that right there would be enough to make me, like, overthink. It would keep me thinking, like, do I look weird? Am I buying too much? Do I look greedy? Would this situation make you a little self-conscious, or would you just blow it off? It's no big deal. Let me know what you think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Gary B. Watts. I guess comparing prices on your phone means you're a manager. I was at Target looking at the SSD drives. I wanted one that came with a USB-C cable so I could attach it to my phone and tablet. I checked Amazon but wanted to see what Target had. While I was standing in the aisle with my phone in my hand comparing the ones on the shelf to the ones online, not one but three people approached me, either asking where something was or if I could tell them about what they had in their hand. I've read enough posts here to know that sometimes people are just confused but I've also seen enough posts about irate Karens and Kevins to keep the chat short. I pointed at the customer service desk, which was maybe 20 steps away from me, and just said, I'm helping someone right now, but they'll help you right there. Thankfully, everyone just said, okay, and walked over to the customer service desk. No drama. OP was talking about how they're a veteran here on r slash I don't work here lady, but I don't know if I recall hearing somebody get away from a Karen or a Kevin by saying I'm helping someone right now. It's a bold strategy cotton, and it seems to have paid off. This next story is by S. Schiebler, fired without being hired. I used to work for a larger company in the service sector many years ago, and it was part time and only for about two months. Since then, I moved and I'm even living in a different country. I never even thought about them, ever. Not once. Out of the blue, today, I got an email from said company informing me they've terminated my contract and may consider legal action due to abandoning my post. My first reaction, this is just a new kind of spam scam. But then I reread it carefully and it isn't spam, it looks written. My name's there in full and the sending email address seems fully legit too. So now I'm full on what the freak, this makes no sense. I mailed back asking politely if there's someone I can speak to because there must be a mistake of some kind. I get a response about an hour later indicating a number and a person I can call, so I go and do that. So I call and ask for the person, let's call her Janet, they ask me who I am and I tell them. Instantly, her tone changes to full Karen and lectures me on my failing to show, not notifying my supervisor, and in general giving me a work ethic lecture and that there's no chance to work there again. I let her finish and then just said, 
Well, Janet, I am indeed my name and also the CEO and co-founder of Business. I'm really sorry to tell you this, but I resigned from your company in so-and-so year. If you look at your display, you can see I'm calling from country code so-and-so and I'm now 4,000 miles away. I'm not sure how I ended up being employed again, but I'm confident the mistake can be found somewhere in your system. The silence was deafening. And after a long time, she just said, I am very, very sorry, sir. To her credit, she mailed me again later in the day to inform me that someone, instead of calling through and putting people who accepted on the roster, had messed up and put me on the roster instead of someone else. I think what I'm struggling with is if OP resigned so many years ago and they only worked there for two months, why are they still on the roster, like, in a rosterable position? Shouldn't that have been, like, deleted or at least, like, archived years ago? Considering OP said it was many years ago when they even worked there, I'm surprised they didn't go through, like, five different iterations of rostering software or whatever they use, and that somehow OP's information survived that. Maybe that's why they still had it, they just had the information when converting to a new system and it's just floated around since then. Our next story is by Hannah 30 It happened again. I'm not sure what about my style of clothing, beaten down posture, or the opposite of resting witch face screams, I work here, but today I was approached by a very little old lady asking for raisins at a local grocery store. I, of course, had no idea where the raisins were and said, unfortunately, I can't help you. I don't work here, but if I see someone who does, I'll send them your way. I had to repeat this twice because her hearing in my mask did not help with the communication. She gestures towards my clothing, a puffy vest, jeans, and a baseball cap, as if that's the standard uniform. It's not, but I could see me looking like a stalker, and me standing next to the pallet loader, and we laugh together. She then walks down the aisle to her equally old lady friend, and they have a loud discussion about how surprised they were that I didn't work there. You're just trying to keep the raisins to yourself. Hand over the sun-made boxes. Our next story is by Bad Potato. Need me to get something off the top shelf. Happened today, while I was wearing normal jeans and a sweatshirt, was shopping for groceries by my local supermarket. I was in the crisps aisle. I'm above average height, so usually when I get asked to do something in the shops, it's to grab something off the top shelf for someone, usually an elderly woman. Today, I heard in a quiet voice, excuse me, could you help me? I turn around and it's this huge middle-aged man, at least six foot five tall. I'm quite surprised to hear, but I followed him nonetheless. He led me through two aisles to the cereal section, points down to the aisle closest to the floor, and asks if I could grab the red one, as his back was too stiff. I bent down, grabbed the item, and handed it to him, after which he asked me if I was a new employee. I replied, no, and he apologized profusely for wasting my time. I told him to think nothing of it, and said my goodbyes. Not a very exciting story, but it goes to show that sometimes the bottom shelf is also out of reach for large people like the top shelf is for small people. Everybody always has this focus on, I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. But this does bring up a good point. When you get older and your back gets stiff, you're not going to want to reach down to the bottom shelf or whatever. I guess that's why you kind of hope you have some grandson running around where you can go, Hey, go get that red box off the bottom shelf. I'll buy you one of those hubba bubbas if you do. This next story is by Weaselbit. You really can carry a clipboard and get assumed you belong. 
One of my friends runs charity events a few times a year through some nonprofits, and so has a membership to a local restaurant supply store that only offers memberships to restaurants, businesses, and nonprofits. For background, the employees here wear street clothes and either a store jacket or safety vests. I was helping him do shopping for a particularly large event where we were going to be feeding 300 people for several days at a retreat. And so we had a massive list that encompassed visiting four separate stores. To keep it all straight and make sure we didn't miss anything, I put it on a clipboard and was carrying around a pen and highlighter. I was wearing pretty regular clothes, jeans and a band t-shirt, more casual than the street clothes most employees wore, typically blouses or polos. But I guess I looked like I knew what I was doing. While walking through the store, I was stopped at least twice by people asking me where things were, who graciously apologized when I said I didn't work there. Then, as we're debating a couple of options on a shelf, I noticed some poor man who'd been hovering nearby for almost two minutes. Thinking we were in the way, I apologized profusely and moved our cart, only to find that the poor guy had been waiting to ask me a question that whole time. I told him I didn't work there, and he looked from me to my friend and then to my clipboard. Realizing his confusion, I had to explain that it was our shopping list. He didn't seem to understand, so I showed him the list, which admittedly had prices and brands on it. We were being thrifty. I'm not sure he believed me as he wandered off, still looking confused. To be fair, I guess the downside of a restaurant or business supply store like that, if you go in wearing a safety vest, you're probably going to get assumed that you do work there, especially if you're carrying around a clipboard. It's just a totally different environment from a regular store. If I went into that place and I saw somebody with a clipboard, I would be like, does that person work here? I don't know, he has a clipboard. That's gotta mean he works here, right? Unless this is like a Home Depot kind of thing. Our next story is by I am a simp for Obi-Wan. My phone number is one digit off from a doctor's office. My phone often rings and people want to talk to the doctor's office. Usually I tell them, oh, I'm sorry, you need to dial a number that ends in 88, but you dialed 68 instead. They apologize, hang up, all is well. Not this morning though. My phone rings, a woman's on it. She says, hello, my husband's with you, when can I pick him up? I say, uh, your husband is not here, did you want to speak to doctor's office by any chance? She says, yes, of course, what do you mean he's not there? Of course he is. I say, ma'am, I'm sorry, but you got the wrong number, you need to... She says, what? Of course I have the right number, when can I pick my husband up? I'm waiting outside and it's cold. I say, ma'am, sorry, but this is not doctor's office. You dialed the wrong. She says, I want to speak to the doctor directly. Put me through. I'm going to put in a complaint about you. I say, listen, you're not talking to doctor's office. You, she says, I've had enough. I'm coming in now. I'll complain about you to the doctor directly. Clack. You do that, crazy lady. You do that. I'm sorry, but do they think if they can call up a doctor's office and just say, put the doctor on the line, I want to speak to them directly, they're actually going to do that? I don't think that's very standard practice, and I don't think it's going to happen. While this Karen's complaining and saying, put the doctor on the line right now, that doctor's probably very busy giving the pointer finger exam to another husband. This next story is by 3Doxy, an unattended job. Years ago, my husband and I were on a cruise which stopped in Grand Cayman. I was headed to the beach with family and he was going solo on a snorkeling trip which he ended up missing. 
While looking for his tour, he stopped by a small visitor info kiosk. These are a one or two person stand with just an open air window. Anyway, no one was there, so we went in to see if he could find the info he needed. While inside the kiosk, numerous people would stop and ask him for directions or questions. He was amazed that so many people didn't believe he wasn't an employee. I don't know what went through his head, but he decided to just give people the info they needed. He'd been to Grand Cayman several times and most of it was pretty simple stuff. However, a few people, he said he didn't work there and didn't have the info. When they didn't believe him, he just made up directions, etc. He had so much fun playing info guide that he missed his tour. He said the highlight of his few hours was all the dirty looks he got from wrong direction people. Some others insisted on giving tips, which he left in the kiosk. I still can't believe he got away with doing this. Well, my friend here's gonna get away with just about anything if nobody's going to be around to enforce anything. If I walk into a bank and nobody ever shows up, eventually I'll probably make my way into the vault, right? Okay, okay, let's be real, I'm not crafty enough to break into a bank vault, but it would be nice. Our next story is by AE86 for life. I probably had this coming. I don't know if this counts, but I have a friend that works at AMC theaters and their uniforms are promotional movie shirts. And my friend has given me a couple of them. So I walk into AMC with one of these shirts on and it was one of the managers scanning tickets. And he asks me which AMC I work at and I tell him I don't work at AMC. I just really like the promo shirts they get. Manager proceeds to lecture me about how those are official uniforms and I could cause some confusion. He then asked me to not wear their uniforms anymore to AMC theaters. To be fair, I feel like if OP knowingly wore those shirts to AMC theater, I feel like it has to be at least a little understandable that like, they had the potential to be starting something to happen along those lines. It's like wearing a promotional McDonald's uniform shirt to McDonald's. I don't think you can really act too shocked if somebody's like, do you work here? Or the manager's like, could you not wear that here? It kind of confuses people, or at least me. They have every right to do it though. And our final story of the day is by WB John. It was me this time. I love corned beef hash with breakfast. Unfortunately, my wife hates it. I was grocery shopping today and finally found the little single serving cans at the top of the shelf all the way in the back. I am pretty tall but couldn't quite reach them. I looked up and down the aisle for a store employee but didn't see one. There was a guy about 6 inches taller than I though. I walked up to him and said, excuse me but could you help me out, you're taller than I am. Can you reach something on the top shelf for me? He said sure. He reached up and grabbed the last three cans for me. I thanked him and we both smiled under our masks. Man, I kind of have to admit, with me not being very socially outgoing, the thought of having to ask another person nearby if they can reach something for me because I just can't quite reach it is just embarrassing. Honestly, I don't know what it is about it, but it would just stress me out. I'd maybe rather walk away and go find an actual employee somewhere rather than ask a random shopper but I think that's kind of just a me problem. Anyways, with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.
Say something like, I love you guys, but you guys vomit, you guys fart, you guys get up at the weirdest times. I planned ahead. I wanted a nice room to myself. Don't start getting jealous of me after the fact when you're dealing with the vomit, farting, and weird hours. Maybe the issue was allowing anybody into the room. Maybe at that point, it just allows the jealousy to really set in for anybody else that didn't get into that room. Either way, I think OP's not the jerk. But with that being said... That's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Channel, And I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. I was ready to go back to school tomorrow. Aftermath, I woke up in the morning really happy and excited, and I couldn't wait to see what was going to unfold. In our lunch, the assistant principal, along with a few teachers, walk around monitoring the lunch. I then see the principal, along with two police officers, pull the assistant principal and the student out. The whole lunchroom gets quiet and so many people are recording. I smirked really openly when I saw this happened. I asked one of the monitors to get a bathroom pass just so I could hear what was going on. He told me I couldn't go right now as something is going on. I was kind of sad about this but also happy. I knew what was going on but I couldn't tell anyone. Now some stuff happened in the next few days but I'll just sum it up. First day after, the day after it happened, she didn't show up but the student did. I asked him what happened, but he wouldn't say. All I knew is that he wasn't in trouble. That made me glad because he didn't have a reason to be in trouble, and that wasn't my goal. Five days after, since it was a four-day weekend that week as we had Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday off, we came to school back on Tuesday. I noticed her office was empty. I was really stunned that she got fired, and so I looked up our state's court case search. There was already one case, and it was hers. She had caused child 13 to 18 to view sex activity as the charges pressed against her. Three weeks later, the school wanted to hide this, so of course no news came out, but a new case has opened up. Her divorce case. I saw this and I instantly knew I succeeded. She should have never have been an assistant principal as she was extremely hateful and biased and even a perv. Now she's serving 10 months in prison and I don't feel bad at all. Nor should you, there's a very obvious power dynamic that makes it very, in most places, not illegal for that kind of relationship. That's also not ignoring the fact that this kid might not have been 18 yet, which the last time I checked in most places is very illegal. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.